You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Anyway, welcome back to the Ratchet Ramblers podcast presented to you by Flawless Noses Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. I go by Black Dante on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook. I don't know her like that. Good hell, look, everybody. Well, actually, you know, I can't even talk shit about Facebook for um, reasons. But <clears throat> uh, <laughs> I am joined by my friend and my co-host. Hello, everybody. This is Candace, aka Sex Work Down to the Soul Crab, aka All Pounded right. Cakes at the Soul Crab, aka Bussy at the Soul Crab, aka Crabs at the Soul Crab. Uh, AKA, but you can AKA, find me on social. aka Bussy Biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> You can find me on all social media at Not So Newlywed PC. We back. We took a little break. And we're going to do that from time to time. A lot of our shows are trying to get back in the swing of things. And when we just don't have a lot to talk about, we just ain't got a lot to talk about. True. And last week, we just didn't have a lot to talk about. But this week, we coming to you. We're going to discuss uh, the Ready to Love part one and two reunions which was a doozy we're going to discuss uh the married to medicine reunion part one love and hip-hop atlanta is back and it started off good and damn messy and growing up hip-hop la which was good and damn messy because i have some words uh for easy e son mm. uh nigga you ain't nobody's og and don't nobody give a fuck honestly he looked like he can't spell og but that's neither here nor there OC over his calorie count. Leave us alone. Um, before that, let's get into some messy shit. Uh, as you can hear from my AKAs, they say Darius was using the soul crabs as a front to sell bussy. I believe it. I believe it. Because he can't cook. So you had to be trying to sell dick and balls. And it didn't say, do you know how useless your genitals are that you was trying to sell bussy down to the soul crab and it still end up closing honestly like i <laughs> okay <laughs> now stay with me friends no nope. stay with me because i'm gonna go a little left here i don't trust nobody that don't have proper seasoning to, to sell sex because if you can't, I'm just say if you can't season, you, know you can't season friend, some chicken. You know, I don't, you I don't know what's funny, friend? The over seasoning is quite strange, and I think people think they use a lot more seasoning on foods and meats than they really do because of the little the holes in the seasoning bottle. Mm. You think you're doing something, but if you were to measure out two to three teaspoons of salt. You would be surprised at just how much salt that is and how much salt that you don't use that much salt when you season up chicken. Right. You would be shocked at how much seasoning he uses on foods. And I'm going to say this. I would prefer under seasoned food over some over seasoned food because you can add some salt, pepper, little garlic or whatever you need to season it. But once something is over seasoned, that's it. You can't that's, do nothing but throw it in the trash. That's diabetes on the main line. Listen, I'm gonna just say this. That's hypertension on the main line. He can't cook. He Big don't know ratios. Own. He can't. He can't write recipes. 
He ugly. He done had three plastic surgeries and he's still fat and built like a Buick. He just is a terrible person. And here, aside from what we've seen going on on Twitter, my personal opinion is that he is a shitty person. I, friend, didn't I bring up Darius sometime last year when it came out about the uh, the credits fraud and him abruptly closing them restaurants down? I think so, I brought yeah. this up before he even made it to the to where it's at now. Yeah. And I said right then and there, he's a terrible fucking person. I'm going to just say this. If you can't season food properly, I know damn well you can't season a dick. So, sir, you selling sex work is, oh, a, is an embarrassment God. to sex workers personally. And for that and for that alone, you're not seeing heaven, among other things. Correct. Moving on to some other weird shit. Um, Erica Minna. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of not seeing heaven. Not even not seeing heaven. You are just dumb as hell. You <laughs> created a burner account to talk shit to and about seeing Santana, your ex, who you have been obsessed about for a month of fucking Sundays now. Y'all have been apart so long. Y'all have both gone on to have children with fucked up men and those relationships have fallen the fuck apart. And you are still obsessed with that goddamn girl. And not only are you obsessed with her, you just stupid because you had this baby the second baby was safari and you used your burner account and changed it into the official instagram for this new baby but did not delete the comments that you was leaving all over these t pages about sin girl why would you do that why didn't you, you just create you just a whole link, new fucking you don't link your baby into all kind of foolishness baby just baby the baby just like that on um, that video of nini now why am i in it you just do, doing too fucking much. But see, I got to find this TikTok and send it to my friend Jeremy. But this man said, when you do the work, hey, they always comes. You being messy, you working. You gossiping, you working. You creating burner accounts to talk shit about your exes, you working. You wishing that women that you don't truly care for get continue to get beat on by their husband and shit like that, which you did with Wendy Williams, who I don't like Wendy Williams. I don't give a fuck about Miss No Ankles. But it is very trash to, to be like, that's why your husband was beating True. your ass. He should have kept beating it. Yeah. You was working. And now... Payday has come and baby, you put in overtime because now you sitting up here and had two babies and married this man and he don't want you. He couldn't even be bothered to be in the States while y'all newborn is laid up and fucking Nick you. He is in Jamaica partying for his goddamn birthday. Push pause on that. Can we talk about that now or we're going to wait till we get to Atlanta? Cause I got some words. We uh, we we could wait till we get to Atlanta and just okay. do a just full scale dragon. But just I just wanted to say you weird for that. But the pay your payday came, your payday came, baby. Your payday came. Also, and girl, if this is not you... a reason to do some self reflecting on the type of individual you are and how you carry yourself and care, and you homophobic, I ain't forget that because when you and Bow Wow was going through it, your ace in the hole was trying to uh was insinuating that he was gay or bisexual. As if it was derogatory. The North remembers. Payday came. Payday came for you, baby. Payday came. And other news, uh, we want to send a rest in peace to one of the original hotties um, from Flavor of Love. Safari passed away. We went on to see her at Monique's Charm School, to which 
looking back, that bitch had no business trying to give nobody no type of etiquette. Hello? <laughs> nobody, but Safari passed away. terribly. Yeah, Safari passed away. They didn't give the details of her passing, but we are just sending love and light to her family. Um, if she had any children, keep them lifted in prayer, as I'm sure this is an unfathomable tragedy. Uh, but with that said, let's get into some bullshit. Let's Ready get to some to tragedies love. that are alive. Ready to love the reunions part one and two. Chris and Amber, what the fuck y'all didn't had on? Okay, I'm glad because if you did if you didn't bring it up, I was. Why the fuck was they up there looking? Like, <laughs> why was they up there looking like dressed like some tapestry? <laughs> they was up there looking like the Ankh Panthers. What the fuck y'all had on, Chris and Amber? What the fuck was that? You, that was a fucking mess. Y'all was up there looking we, like we, the, the Justice of Zamunda. What the fuck y'all had on? What the fuck was that? We're not going to go through everything because I'm going to be honest. I didn't care too much about a lot of these couples. Just our main ones. But I do want to get to this um, with Liz and is it David? Yes. David, you was a fucking liar. Mm. David, you was a whole last liar. You was a whole. We saw in 4K. That she was a fuck you, boy. That you was a fuck boy. You sat up there and told, made it seem like Liz all but um uh what's the the nigga name she chose? It just escaped my mind real Jason. quick. Jason. They all but she fucked Jason. You would is you gonna you gonna fuck him again? That's a, that's basically how you was acting. You he had no reason to bring up her kissing this man in any capacity. Focus to, on yourself. To strangers that she didn't know. You tried to paint her as some type of salacious ass whore mm. and it didn't work out. It didn't work out because you end up looking stupid and misogynistic like you are. Let me tell you something. When Tommy told you, like, I have never had a man talk to a woman like that on the history of this show, he wasn't lying. Because honestly, the fact that you did not get knocked the fuck out is a blessing because you, <clears throat> let me sit up for this one. David, I said it at the time that this happened, and I said I'll say it again. You are crazy. Whatever happened with a, whatever previous marriage or relationship that you have, or whatever the fuck happened, has made you crazy. It has increased your misogyny because I feel like you was a misogynistic all this goddamn time, um, and you do not. You are not the the um, what's the word I'm looking for, friend? The the holy you know, respectable man that you proclaim yourself to be because nothing about what Liz did should have brought that type of um, behavior out of you. That was something that you was going to do anyway because that's just how you is because you was a fuck boy. And I need you to stand up in that and acknowledge that with that too tight goddamn suit on looking like you about to, like looking like you if you sneeze, you're going to goddamn combust. Boy, fuck you. And there we have it. Uh, friend, I don't remember... But is 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 KG still practicing semen retention? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Or is him and Amber fucking? I think. Well, I'm. 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 They's a good looking couple, even though they can't dress worth a fuck. But they's they a good looking couple. And I'm. I, so <laughs> <laughs> they tacking in a motherfucker. Picky and tacky. I just. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm so glad we're here because if you didn't bring up what if you didn't bring up what they had on, I was because I saw that. I was like, what the fuck is this? That was like, what is this? Like, who the hell styled y'all? Helen Keller? What the fuck is this? Yeah, y'all got old, <laughs> but they they all I'm, good couple I'm, together. I'm glad y'all are still together, still dating, still doing y'all thing. That's refreshing to see. But I want to head over because I want to talk about this fuck nigga who, in my opinion, had no business making it to the end of the show. And Payday came, dude. AJ, you's a fuck boy, and you and Kyra are two nimwits made in fucking heaven. First things first, Kyra tells you that she has an out-of-the-country trip plan. She's going to be gone for two weeks. And in grand fuckboy fashion, you go sniffing behind Alexis mm. because you need some attention. Playing in that mm. girl's face. I, Alexis, you should have brought you a bottle of water and threw it in AJ's face on the stage. You should have really turned it the fuck up because... If you didn't choose her, why are you still calling her? Why are you still in contact with her? Why are you going out on dates with her? Why are you kissing on her? Mm. And it ain't even about, again, you and Kyra wasn't exclusive. That's fine. But why are you sniffing behind the person that, without a shadow of a doubt, you did not choose and reiterated it on the reunion? I don't want Alexis. I don't choose her. You a fuck boy. That's why. And you know why? You know why? Not only he, he is a fuck boy. But also because he played himself and he's sick about it because he knew good and goddamn well at the time when they was filming, he wanted Alexis. He had a connect. Didn't I say when that episode happened and we came on to, on to record, did I not say that he's a goddamn idiot? And this is why. Because he knew, he knew that he, you know what happened, friend? You know what it was? He knew he wanted Alexis, but he wanted to, he wanted his cake and eat it too. Like most niggas who don't have the range to do so, try try and attempt to do he wanted to be like this my main cow of my side and it blew up in his goddamn face and now he looking fucking stupid like the fuck boy he is because you should have you should have never told Kyra like oh you know i'm gonna give you another chance nigga for what you knew you wanted alexis so what the fuck and now you up here looking mm-hmm. stupid in the football because you could you should have still you lying could. talking about you don't want alexis you want Kyra. you don't want How? Kyra. you I don't just want... don't you just Oh, go you ahead. just don't want to have egg on your fucking face. Exactly. How you saying you don't want a Lexus, but you spending time going on dates? Listen, I, listen, my time is precious. I don't spend it on nobody I don't want. Hello? Listen to me. Hello? You a liar, and you a fuckboy, and pay that came due for your ass, too, because Kyra played in your motherfucking face. As soon as y'all stop filming, she didn't want shit to do with you. She don't want shit to do with you now. She good on you. And Kyra, my thing with you is you should have just said you wanted Jason. You never wanted AJ. Yeah. AJ was your second. AJ, even before y'all knew y'all knew each other before it had gone on a date that didn't go so well. You just tried to continue to get some airtime because I believe y'all get paid by the number of episodes y'all appear on. Probably, yeah. Because if we because if I'm thinking back and looking on the season, she really didn't have no airtime if it wasn't Jason or AJ, because she really I mean, being she honest, she really, know anybody else. she really wasn't that interested. Nope. So, like, and ain't. I mean, if we want to get to the root, like, she really didn't bring nothing 
Like Alexis was more interested than her. Which is again why AJ is a goddamn idiot and a fuckboy, because nigga, you knew that. Exactly. Exactly. Fucked up. I just I don't, I don't care for Kyra at all. And what's funny is, friend, in the super trailer, the newest super trailer for Love and Marriage Huntsville, Kyra is being Kyra shows up in Love and Marriage Huntsville. Coming to um, really Marceau's uh, cigar bar, black. Really, and it looked like he and Tisha get into it over Marceau walking into black with Kyra by his side. Really, wearing a very revealing red dress. Mm-hmm. Really now. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Mm, so next Sunday, y'all, when y'all tune in, it's gonna be a doozy because we're gonna be reviewing Real Housewives of Potomac, Love and Marriage Huntsville, uh, Married to Medicine Reunion Part Two, and Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. If they Love keep on and Hip Hop Atlanta. If they keep this up. So it's 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 gonna, be, gonna be a doozy. We might have to move some stuff to the Patreon. <laughs> Yeah, we might have to uh, scoot growing up hip hop on over to the Patreon for to finish out. Yeah, because we I want the heavy hitters. Yeah, y'all come here for that. Uh, uh Joe, what? Tommy, 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 Nigga, ain't no way in the fuck you was surprised that Joel and Vernicia did not last after the camera started fit, stopped showing up. These <laughs> motherfuckers was arguing like cats and dogs while the cameras was filming. What are you talking about? They was one of them this toxic men. This is how I know that you not meant to be a host on this show because you got some toxic shit, some typical cishet male toxic shit with you because anybody in a healthy headspace could see from a mile away them two motherfuckers wasn't going to make it. They wasn't even in no exclusive type of situation and they was arguing like cats and fucking dogs for like the like the last four episodes they were arguing and furthermore i wanted to say joel was a fuck boy but as the details unfolded about why he and vernicia quit speaking he did nothing wrong you and Vernicia were not in a relationship. Y'all were not in a committed relationship. Y'all were not even, hadn't even established that y'all were dating exclusively. So if somebody asked him, where's his girlfriend? He says, I don't have a girlfriend. That's not downplaying you. He don't have a girlfriend. Right. He don't have a girlfriend. Now, what he should have said was, I don't have a girlfriend, but Vernicia and I are still very much dating each other. Yeah. Yeah. See, he 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 should have put the exclu- he should have put the period on the sentence. Yeah. He left yeah. it open for interpretation and people took it back to her and was like, Well, when when we asked Joel where his girlfriend was at, he said he ain't had nobody. He ain't even mentioned you, girl. And see, that's how you know these old motherfuckers ain't no different. I can't stand they do this shit on Twitter to a lot, friend. Act like the older people on the timeline is wise, but you old <laughs> motherfuckers as messy as young motherfuckers, and this is proof. Because whoever to, on I the cast back some shade vomit, who woo. Mm. Whoever on the time, I mean, timeline, my bad, y'all. I was talking about Twitter. But whoever on the cast was going back to Vernicia, telling her 
about Joel's interactions, about him still being cool with the other women on the show. That was some messy shit. And y'all wasn't even y'all was y'all was putting a lot of sauce on it. And Joel, he he made some valid points about Vernicia being aggressive, her listening to a lot of he say, she say, and him just she was ultimately moving in the direction he wasn't moving in. If I'm fucking with you, I'm fucking with you. If we're not exclusive, you why are you questioning me about who I'm cool with? Them other women on that show know that I'm dating you. Anybody yeah. who saw the goddamn ending to the show know y'all made it to the end and chose each other. If the- And honestly, a light bulb should have went off on her head that motherfuckers is being messy and maybe somebody trying to in, trying to compromise what she game. got. There you go. Trying to compromise what she got with him. So a light bulb should have went in her head like not to take it out on him and be like, why y'all motherfuckers being this messy? Yeah, why? There was no reason to be. There was no reason to be. And I'm glad Joel was man enough to say, no, I don't see this working out. I'm not finna do all that arguing with you and we just in a talking phase. Come on, man. Counter fucking productive and a waste of time. If this is the type of energy y'all have just dating casually, you're gonna be world, world fucking four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine if y'all in a committed relationship. Cause she just seems pretty insecure. Yeah. So, I mean, they was a good looking couple to me, but I'm glad it's over because we seen that. We called this shit when they was arguing up and down the goddamn show at the ranch. We called yeah. it. They ain't, yeah, they, they ain't gonna last at all. They just one big who, toxic meme. Yeah, they definitely are. One big light skin toxic meme. Mm-hmm. Two light skinned motherfuckers with all that fussing and fighting. Ain't nobody trying. Ain't nobody showing up for that. Ain't nobody come all, see that Otis. All that hooting and hollering, hollering and hooting. Yeah, we good. We good on that. But who did make it? And I was I was really glad to hear this, and I hope it continues. Was that Jason and Liz are exclusively dating and are in a relationship? Love it. Love that made, it. That made me happy. And it she spoke about that man like he is feeding her soul everything it needs to be happy. Love it. Love it. Love it. And he spoke like a man who is not leading with his dick in this situation. He is leading with he is <laughs> he is leading with his heart and the dick comes later when she asks for it. Exactly. I was very thrilled with their interaction. I was very thrilled with how they spoke about each other. I was excited about where they saw their relationship going. They seemed to be on the same page. And I was glad that Jason checked the shit out of Kyra. Right. My man said, how you keep talking about you need to go through the whole process and we at the end of the fucking show and you still talking about the whole process. The process is over, baby. Make a decision, bitch. She should have went fucking home and AJ should have sent her ass home. We wouldn't be here with this stupid shit. At the goddamn reunion. Girl, it's over. I just, you just didn't see, but you made a choice and I didn't. So you should know. You wanted, he made a choice and you wanted him to. What are you saying? You everything you know she said she made no fucking to sense to me. You you know what she wanted him to do? Chase you know her. What she, you know what she wanted him to do, friend. She wanted him 
to do what they be talking about on Twitter, talking about chase me, earn me when she had made up her goddamn mind. And my man said, fuck that. And this is so funny that the universe be working, baby. I retweeted a tweet earlier and it said that if you're chasing something, it implies that it is simultaneously running away from you. I like that. Say it again. If you're chasing something, it implies that it is simultaneously running away from you. You and Jason were never pursuing each other. You wanted Jason to chase you. When Jason figured out that you were still very much guarded in your interactions with him and could not make a decision on if he was somebody you could see yourself pursuing in the long term, Jason got to know somebody else. And it, and it worked out beautifully because Jason and Liz just seemed to be a really good fit together from what we see. Yep. She was open with him, which allowed, and he was open with her and they shared their thoughts, concerns, dreams, wants, desires, their boundaries and everything else. And you know what that man told her? I can respect your boundaries. You waiting to have sex? I can respect your boundaries, but I'm gonna eat that pussy. And listen, it seems like the, it seems like now the boundaries have been lowered and he tearing the monkey off that thing, boy. She, Cause she got, she got that good dick glow. Hello. My man tearing it out the frame, boy. So that, that, that was the reunion. Uh, I didn't necessarily enjoy this season, but I enjoyed the end part of the season. Yeah. Like once we saw those several couples forming, and I always enjoy the reunions. Yeah, the the reunion was definitely better than the season. But I will say this, Tommy. I will say this. Don't you bring your ass back to Texas. Nigga, go, go, go back to else. Atlanta, goddamn. Some shit. Go Give to us Atlanta. Go to Florida. Go to New Orleans. Something. something. Miami. Hell. Some. Give up, listen, go to a city that's gonna give us some mess because this shit here was dank. And go back to the format. Listen, uh, unfortunately, everything is open because capitalism. Go back to go back to the format of having that shit um on like a resort like you did with Atlanta. Yeah, give us something, but um, because this shit this, here wasn't it. Did not like mm-mm, what's not a did fan. not care for it, but the no. reunion was entertaining. Correct. Uh, with that said, we about to hop on over to LA real quick uh, to discuss growing up hip hop and Good entertainment. Uh, first of all, congratulations to JoJo and Tanise, who it was revealed that they are expecting again. We hope that this pregnancy is fruitful. We hope that it is healthy. We hope that you have a healthy delivery and y'all welcome a new life into y'all union and y'all family. So congratulations on that. But I, and shot, who do y'all think y'all fooling? You don't postpone a motherfucking wedding that you was moving on full steam ahead to the point that you hired a wedding planner and coordinator. Um, and then be like, oh, it wasn't no cheating going on. We just not getting married now. How do that work? Something in the milk ain't clean. Y'all not telling the truth about something. Something in the milk ain't clean. 
I just I can't put my finger on it. I I won't say that he cheated on you, but there has to be some form of truth to the accusations because y'all were planning this wedding in Jamaica. Y'all had hired Cree to be your wedding planner, and now the wedding has stopped full stop. And don't tell me about no motherfucking COVID because it was COVID when you hired a wedding planner and was looking for venues and everything else. Hello, don't don't try to act like you was concerned about safety now. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're gonna carry on, carry on. Cause you motherfuckers been carrying it's nigga, it is still a Panasonic right here, real time with this goddamn variant. And hell, Both y'all motherfuckers were still outside. So don't try to feign, you know, concern about COVID now. Exactly. Sounds like bullshit. But I want to get into to talk about uh, Eric Jr. Mm. I don't know how old Easy E's son he is. Yeah, he looked but good. what I will say is you hanging with a bunch of motherfuckers who seem to be younger than you trying to be this OG role. First, first things first, you own a dispensary. That's dope. But why the fuck are you going back looking into what Savannah is purchasing from your dispensary and questioning why she's purchasing so much weed from you? Who the fuck are you? Mm. That's very fucking weird to me. And I would never shop with you again if you was doing weirdo shit like that. Like, nigga, you sound like you the should be thankful that I'm shopping with you and spending my good money with you. Yeah, like, bro, you moving, you moving like the police. And I don't like that. It's so strange. You know what it remind me of? It remind me of like sense. it remind me of like them people that be asking these like real like interpersonal questions on Twitter. Like what like like motherfucker be like, what was your uh what was your grandma's maiden name? Like nigga, you sound like the feds. You sound like the ops. Absolutely. It was it was weird. And then to go and talk to Stevie J. First things first, you could have just apologized to Savannah without getting in Stevie J's face. You was wrong. You went off on that girl talking about respect me. I'm the OG. And she wasn't talking to you. At all. Also, is it just me or does Stevie J not look all right? Like he look. He look. He looks old. He's starting to get old. Yeah. 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 He looks old. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's He's starting to age. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I just I thought it was I just thought it was weird. Then you go and had to sit down with Stevie J questioning her finances, talking about we don't want her going down the wrong path and this, that, and the third, and she a sack chaser because Boogie don't make enough money for her. And it, let me tell you niggas something. I do think the bitch is scammer. However, if she don't want to date a broke nigga, she don't have to. And if you a broke nigga, go find a bitch that's comfortable with you being broke. She has every right to want to date the type of man she wants to date. And if you don't meet her qualifications, if you don't measure up to what she needs to be happy in a relationship with you, go find a woman that does. You send your big, grown, fat, funky ass there talking to her daddy about her fucking finances. Not your business. Not your place. Oh, because she didn't want to date Boogie because Boogie didn't make enough money. Yeah. And did we say me, that and, like and, and when Boogie we, when is a fucking loser too? Because there's no way your daddy is Dame Dash. No way your daddy is responsible for one of the highest grossing 
la- hip hop labels would want to be with who will go down as one of the best rappers of all time and everything else, and you don't have no hustle behind you? None? Even the a, even a ugly, dark-skinned nigga that used to be on Joe Budden podcast got some hustle about him, and his his brother is, is the nigga Kareem Biggs that helped found Rockefeller with Dame Dash and Jay-Z. Whatever that nigga name is, I think it's Biggs or Kareem, some shit like that. Now, but the correct, nigga me if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, friend, but isn't Boog the one that has some domestic violence in his history? Yes. Yes. Oh, well, he can go to hell about anything that he requires. Because, yeah. first of all, you know, I mean, now, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say this. Niggas who are abusers don't deserve no pussy. So that's that on that. So. They don't deserve to breathe if we be in You know, I also that, also that, also that, also that, also that. So, so I truly don't give a fuck about nothing. What you talking about? I don't give a fuck about Savannah turning him down because he broke. And I, I like I said, Eric, it's very fucking weird that you went to Stevie J trying to have a conversation with him about his daughter, who you've only known for a quarter of a second about her fucking finances because she she chooses to shop black and spend her money with you on weed. You are fucking corny, and I would never shop with you again. You one corny fat ass nigga. You ain't doing shit. You not no OG. That's not your daughter. It's always. It's always my fat brother I'm bringing us shame, and I just my brother, my brother, with with all cholesterol on the streets. This is the conversation you choose to pull from your heart to have with another with another woman's daddy, sir. Leave us alone, please, please, and thank you, Savannah, for telling your daddy you took out a PPP loan. That's all he wanted to hear. Yeah, and that you started, I mean, some, to be, you started I mean, clothing businesses, but we've been new. Yeah, because I mean, to be fair, you are a scammer, girl. <laughs> you, yeah, you you are scammers. We just don't give a fuck about you, not wall boogie. Because I mean, he poor, he broke and he abused her, but you are still a scammer, girl. <laughs> you still a scammer. You still, still a, scammer. a weirdo. You still weird. We just don't give a fuck about it when it pertains to book. Because I mean, we don't fuck with abusers, but you still weird, girl. <laughs> Uh, Vanessa, what kind of rich kids grow up different? Because you sounded stupid. It ain't no way in the fuck I would have thought TT was mad at me for telling her some shit that her family was doing. That's what good friends do. She was never mad at you. I never got the impression that she was mad at Vanessa. But when you got your own, when your own family plotting on you and doing weirdo shit, which we about to hop to that in a second, it take you out your element and you need a moment to breathe. Mm-hmm. Your own, not just not just your baby cousin who you've been into it with, but both of your aunts are actively spreading this rumor about you and you've just had a baby. You're trying to deal with not falling into the grips of postpartum depression your 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 fiance is flying back and forth trying to maintain y'all businesses in Jamaica. It's a whole fucking pandemic going on. You got a newborn baby. Yeah, you lot. sometimes you just need a that's a lot to take in. I never thought she was mad at Vanessa. As a matter of fact, I think she greatly appreciated Vanessa coming to tell her because that's who I would have wanted to hear it from. I honestly would not have wanted Cree or Savannah to come and tell me what Egypt said to them. 
Okay, that's basically. I would have wanted it to. That's getting it from Lister Keller, basically. Directly from yeah, I wanted to to come directly from my friend's mouth, if she knew to look out for me. And Vanessa did what she needed to do, but mo- but now child, uh. Pepper and this sister Dawn know they wrong. It's two left fucking shoes because when TT Mama called them, when TT Mama called the one sister, she hung up in her face because she knew she was fucking wrong. That's how you know. The listen, br- listen, bring back hanging up in motherfuckers' face. I know we got cell phones and they don't have the same impact as you know back in the day when you could slam the phone in motherfuckers' face. But it's trying to do on an iPhone because that should be like do do do. It do for real. Listen, ha- ha- bring back hanging up on motherfuckers. Continue, friend. <laughs> I just find it weird. First of all, if TT and Egypt are into it. That's one thing. They are young. They're they're younger. They're cousins. They can have some disagreement. I just find it extremely fucking weird and off putting. Old motherfuckers. That, that the old motherfuckers are the ones feeding this and adding fuel to this fire, and then are acting like they are so pain that TT don't want nothing to do with them. Like y'all I are want fucking weird. To do with you either. Y'all are fucking weirdos. And when TT's mama called the one sister and she hung up. Her mom even said it like she hung up, so she knows she didn't did some shit she ain't had no business doing. Mm-hmm. She did fucking wrong. Because if you knew it was some truth to it, you'd have been like, I mentioned it. I didn't think they would go spreading it amongst their friend circle, but I did mention it and I was wrong. There's nothing wrong with saying you wrong. That's a word right there. What, what, uh, court, uh, rest in peace to our, our, our good, good Judy Cliff. A lot of you motherfuckers don't have teachable spirits. Talk about it. You don't know how just to say when you're wrong and you apologize and you want to do better moving forward. That is, this is what this should have been an apology. Yes. And not one of them. Not one of them. Not one of them half ass. If I know I did this, I was wrong. I apologize and I hope we can move forward. That's what should have happened. Instead, what you motherfuckers do, be goddamn stupid. Double down. Nothing TT has done that we have seen this season warrants what her aunts in Egypt and Sam are doing to her. Y'all are bringing up the baby. I never met the baby and you never fucking will. You don't even respect me and my time of postpartum and trying to adjust to new motherhood. What the fuck I look like having you around me and my child and my fiance? Exactly. Y'all are yeah, the, mean. What y'all are doing to her? In, yeah, what y'all are doing to her in this moment is mean. It's mean as fuck. It's very mean. It's very ugly. It's very nasty. It's very malicious. It's malicious. Y'all some... <laughs> y- come on, alliteration. Y'all some malicious mommies. It, listen... Y'all are goddamn terrible. And here's to I, TT, stand on your boundaries. Stand on them. Don't have them around you. They ain't invited to shit. They can't see no motherfucking pictures. They don't need shit. Because if this is the kind of thing they're doing to you when motherfuckers' lives are literally on the line with this fucking pandemic and you just had a baby and you just trying to figure it out for yourself, if they can't be a support system and, and instead they're trying to mount up and, and rally the troops against they're you, trying to be in a, they're trying to be in a tax system. That ain't family, those foes. Hello. Fuck them. Fuck. Uh, that was it for growing up hip hop child. 
We did some, we doing some quick dragging. We getting quick into the point dragging, you raggedy motherfuckers. Which, speaking of raggedy, Married to Medicine Reunion Part <laughs> 1. Part 1. I got a problem. Let me, let me just say this. I got a problem with nobody holding Heavenly accountable for her, how she speaks to people and the things that she says about her people. Her and Toyo literally was Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man. Absolutely. You, t- you can't, Heavenly, you can't talk about how Toya talks to people any kind of way and Toya is nasty this and Toya is nasty that and you can't hold yourself to the same fucking fight. Don't heavily be calling somebody a bitch bitch, like every two sentences. (laughs) Somebody a bitch talk about folks mama talk about folks kids talk about folks houses talk about folks finances. Meanwhile your son look like he missing a chromosome you look like your butt stank. The only good (laughs) thing coming out of that relationship the only thing coming out of this uh Heavenly crimes, grimes, crimes, slimes, mimes, whatever the fuck your last name is, is Dr. Damon and Alora. Two sweetest things there. Oh, shit. But girl, (laughs) fuck you. Oh, man. Because you were doing a lot of pointing your motherfucking finger at people in this first part of the reunion for somebody that is malicious as well. And, and has don't been get, for eight or four years. And, and lying. And like, talking about, when I, I be joking, I don't be trying to you be malicious. Be if we not friends and I don't fuck with you like that, and you constantly ragging on me and talking down on me, it's malicious. Yeah, even if we are friends, because somebody that's your friend is not doing that. What, you, like, what you just said, Candace, that's not a friend, that's a foe. Hello. It's malicious and you do it intentionally. Mm-hmm. You do it intentionally. But speaking of Toya, Toya, you had some valid things going on in your life in this pandemic. And my only issue with you is that you should have said these things on camera prior to this reunion. Dr. Eugene was knee deep in the ER. The rest of the doctors on the show are not ER doctors. Dr. Simone, Dr. Jackie, they are OBGYNs. They go into the hospital for baby deliveries, but as the most part, they have a private practice. Yeah. Same thing with Dr. Contessa and Dr. Scott. They are a family. They, they practice general medicine and family, family medicine or something like that. They are not ER doctors. Okay, uh, Anila's husband, another one, he's a plastic surgeon. Dr. Eugene was the only doctor yeah, in the emergency Damon. room, not even Dr. Damon, in the emergency room, because Dr. Damon went and started his own private practice, remember? Yeah, because I think him and, him and Eugene were doing the same thing, and then he went on to do another um, type Yeah, of he practice. opened his own practice, yeah. yeah. Dr. Eugene was in the thick of this COVID shit, and I just cannot imagine the stress, the strain, the fear, and the fright he and Toya felt on a day-to-day basis every time he had to leave that house and go to the emergency room, and every time he had to leave that emergency room and come home and risk the chance of getting it, giving it to her, giving it to the kids, or anybody. I absolutely understand your fears, Toya. But why didn't you just verbalize that to the ladies? Ladies, I am fucking scared. Just every day knowing that Eugene got to go into the emergency room. I just, I don't know what to do. It's a lot. It's a lot to take in. That would have been how somebody who is emotionally intelligent 
would have handled that situation. And I'm glad that we're here because I'm I'm gonna piggyback. I'm glad that you said wait because I'm gonna piggyback because that was my thoughts, and also I'm gonna piggyback on something that you said either last week or this week when you watched it before I did, and that Toy is a grown ass woman. If these were the things that was going on. You are grown. You put on your bra strap just like everybody else on this cast. You should have been able, as a grown motherfucker with kids, to articulate that without lashing out and verbally attacking your so-called friends. Because as, you know, with the heavenly thing, with the Alina thing, and I and I saw this and I agree with you that Simone need to shut the fuck up trying to coddle this grown-ass woman. Toya is grown than a motherfucker. If she grown enough yeah. to talk shit, she grown enough to handle her emotions in a cognizant and intelligent way. She should have been able to communicate that, especially with people that are her friends, that, hey, this this is this some other shit, girl. Like, this it's a lot. Instead, what did she do? She chose to lash out and attack people that she claims to love. And that's not and that's not that's not conducive to a healthy relationship. That's not conducive to a person that is an adult and you know a supposedly in control of their emotions you know what that is that's a brat hello and if you want to be a brat just stand up in it but don't come don't stand up in it and don't hide uh throw stones in glass houses and hide your hand because you grown to her you grown than a motherfucker you've been on this show what damn near 84 years now you should know fucking better if you like, don't have yeah, you girl, you intelligence. What are you teaching your kids? Hell, apparently she can't teach her kids goddamn thing. Hell, talking about childs. Hell, your child's got more emotional intelligence than you, and you their mama. How that work? Yeah, I agree. Your, your how you felt was valid. Your fears, your concerns, the anxiety, the stress of it all. I'm sure it must have just weighed down on you so very heavily but the fact that you never voiced those concerns and the way that you went about yeah the way you handled it was piss poor to the point that you were being so rude and nasty to quad unprovoked about her home exactly and that was and even the way you were handling anila was weird here's the thing it is my hope that when you have the funds to do so, you pay your bills and pay your bills to people who are small private contractors, your hairstylist, your barber, <clears throat> excuse me, your chef if you got one, your makeup artist, your personal stylist. When y'all got money and all when y'all got money and all of that stuff, it's my hope that you it's my hope that you pay your bills and shit, but why was that such a point of contention for you with Anila when it really wasn't your business? Whether she paid the who did her hair, her makeup on time or not, why were you so deeply invested into that? To me, it seemed like you were looking for a reason to fall out with Anila because that is stupid than a motherfucker. And especially in Toya's case when, like, girl, you know the struggle of paying bills with you and Eugene's finances. Hello. Like, it just, like, again, like, it seemed like everything that was going on with, with Eugene being in, in, like, the knee deep of COVID, you know, as his wife, you know, I can understand, like, you feeling that stress because, like, y'all are married, y'all are partners, you know, like, you you know, when you feel, I feel, I get that. But you just took the the absolute worst 
ways of of handling that and just started being weird with again people that you claim to love like when candace i'm going when i'm going through some stuff i don't lash out at you i don't lash out at no. tay i don't you lash out at my friends me, like, like friend this was going on with me and then i could provide you the proper encouragement and jokes and laughs whatever and you may versa. need we don't do that. It was just exactly. It was just very weird. And then Simone, listen. <laughs> I'm gonna let you handle this one because I know. <laughs> I don't like hyenas. Okay. And you sure look like one of them hyenas from Goddamn Lion King. And to the fact that you feel like you can speak up for Toya, who is a grown ass woman, that got on my goddamn nerves. Well, you don't need nobody speaking up for her. Where was all this goddamn? Where was all this speaking up and teaching and and thought and thoughtful thoughts and shit when your son was somewhere being stupid and don't know finances at twenty two? You got all the mouth, but in the wrong situations. You don't need to speak up for Toya. That irked my goddamn nerves. Let Toya put on her big girl panties and stand up in her own shit for a change. See, the right. thing with Toya is, see, Toya is tough on the outside, but she love hard. Girl. Shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> this is a grown-ass woman. You appear like... <laughs> a grown-titty woman with multiple kids and a husband and shit. See, yeah, the, 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 with the ladies and Toya, see, the thing is, no... <laughs> You know what she was sounding like? She like Toya, Toya said she a good woman, Savannah. She a good woman. <laughs> That's what she was sounding like. Suppose shut the hell up. <laughs> Please. Shut up. Now speaking of Toya, while we're here, and I text you this, it was motherfucking hilarious to me that Jackie was trying to teach Toya about accountability. Because speaking of damn Simone. Jackie, I ain't, we ain't forgot. We ain't forgot that you what fell you out did with, to Buffy. We ain't forgot, <laughs> which you still have not taken ownership or accountability for. As a matter of fact, you guilt tripped tripped it Simone and made her feel like a bad friend for not co-signing you on that bullshit. So we ain't forgot, Jackie. We ain't forgot at all, at all. Cause you at was dead all. ass motherfucker wrong, and to this day, it's like I don't know what you're talking about. So mm. the bitch said, "Well, if I upset you, that's fine, but I'm not talking about it no more. So let's move on from it. That's not mm -hmm. how an apology works at all." And up here preaching about accountability, Jackie, girl, 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 get somebody ass. Mm. But moving oh, on, like goofy you said, ass husky. Let's let's move on to the bang bang shebang bang bang. Um, Contessa and Scott. A few things that I want to reiterate before we get here, and it's that you, Scott, you disrespected your wife nonstop this season at mm -hmm. every turn and every possible way where you could disrespect Contessa and invalidate her feelings, you absolutely did. Correct. Even to the point where you claimed to have lied about having a female life coach to get up under her skin. You are 40, 40 plus fucking years old with two kids. You're a grown Medical ass man degree. though. Grown ass man. Why are you doing things like that to get under your wife's skin when y'all are very visibly in a very piss poor place in your marriage? 
you are pouring salt in the wounds. That is right. weird to me. That that tells me you are a man who does not want to be married you because it makes throwing, no sense to move like that. You up here throwing salt and, like salt, salt like Darius Cooks. Hello, get you a little piece of salt and pour a cup of salt in there. <laughs> Scott <laughs> Scott salts. <laughs> Scott Cooks. Listen, <laughs> furthermore, Jackie, this is where you rubbed me the wrong way. You basically said Scott don't know what Contessa want because you don't understand what Contessa be saying sometimes. We are talking about Didn't another Toya kind of co-sign who, that shit too? Maybe. I don't know. Because I because I remember like them panning to the camera when Jackie was saying that and Toya looking at Jackie like pouring like, that's right. Hmm. Scott is a whole fucking doctor. This man had enough Werenthal and sense and book smarts and common sense to get a medical degree and become a doctor and practice medicine. But you think he don't understand what his wife is requiring from him so that they can have a happy marriage? Bitch, bye and shut up. He know he just don't care because he and don't want to be there no more. Want no marital advice from no motherfucker who took Curtis back and didn't even make him sweat it out. His big mold nose, mosey along ass, big lurch looking Uncle Fester body built ass nigga. You took Curtis back and all after he cheated on you. Don't nobody want him. That's your marriage advice? Yeah. Yeah, like we gonna we like we gonna get to the root. You the least motherfucker. If we gonna get to the root, cause I mean let let's let's be honest and let's let let's keep it all the way funky. Um, Jackie definitely settled with Curtis in every possible conceivable way. Yep. And then the nigga, not only did she settle, the nigga cheated on, had the nerve to cheat on her after she settled, and she still took him back. So, don't need your yeah. advice, don't need your care, don't need your concern. Just need you to mind your motherfucking business. You remember? Candace, I, I mm-hmm. saw a tweet that said, I think it was, I forget who it was, but I saw a tweet that said, uh, like people like Erica Badu and Jada Smith. Like they don't really be talking about shit, but they speak slow enough where people think that they they wise. That applies to yep. Doctor Jacket too. Yeah. The Contessa, what I think it is, is that you oftentimes speak in a way that maybe Scott doesn't understand <laughs> you what you're trying to say. <laughs> the fuck up that man know that he fucking up in his marriage and his evidence by how he responded on instagram after the bomb was dropped that contessa has moved forward and filed for legal separation from scott mm-hmm. and rightfully so and i will say that no toya didn't agree with jackie toya actually was on the other side toya said how do you say you want your kids to grow up seeing their mom be this accomplished doctor and this that and the third but then they can they see you getting walked all over by your husband. Okay, okay, that was well, see, Toya. I, I okay. I, well, I take it back then because like I, because I, I swear like when when Jackie was speaking, they did cut the Toya like looking at Jackie. But I don't. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it was in agreement because Toya that. was like, "You need to hold that nigga to the fire." 
And Toya asked Contessa, like, because Contessa, like, so what should I do? We got kids. I'm just supposed to leave. What I'm supposed to do? And they like, girl, fuck them kids. Oh, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? You're actually right, because I forgot about that. Because when, when Contessa said that, Toya was the one that was like, maybe, maybe you need to. Yeah, so you're right. I take it back. I take it back. Yeah, Toya was like, that was just you, a bad. Well, to... and I will say this: this was that was bad yeah, editing. That was some on bad editing. Yeah, because Toya was like, you trying to show your kids what success look like in a black woman, but they got to see you being treated like shit at home. What sense yeah. do that make? How do that work out for you? It don't. It don't at all. It I'm don't. glad that Toya. I'm glad Contessa has filed for separation. Scott yeah. went on his Instagram and basically said that the whole girlfriend thing was a joke gone wrong. First things first, I can't think of one single woman in a committed relationship who would find it even remotely funny that her partner has their kids saying that he has another girlfriend that is not their mom. And I will, and I, you know, will speak from, you know, I won't say a male's perspective because I don't agree with niggas half the time because niggas stupid. But I will say this. There is no way in hell if you are, shit, not even married, just like a girlfriend or just a partner that you are dating. There is no way in hell that you are making a joke that I got aside and it not be malicious. You don't joke like that when you are in a happy place. In and a you stable sure place. shouldn't joke like that when your marriage is falling apart. Right. Like, if ever there was a time to have a joke, you picked the worst fucking possible time to joke about something like that. And the but wrong as me and Jeremy joke. Jeremy said, it's not funny at all, period. It's not. Nothing about it is he Like, funny. nigga, you could have said a million other things that would have been humorous except for that. You said that shit and, and then, you said that shit. And then you said that the whole saying you had a, a female life coach that you hadn't paid, it was a lie. You said it to get under contested skin because you was talking Why are you antagonizing you your wife? Oh, there we go, friend. That's it. That's the one. That's it. That's all. That's all, like why? And again, not even your wife. Why? I don't. I do not understand people that want to antagonize their partners getting under their skin. I never understood that shit. Teasing your, your partner, you know, lightheartedly teasing your partner. So, you know, both of y'all can have a laugh. That's one thing. But if you are out going out of your way to antagonize, I do not understand that shit. It's not funny if only one of you is laughing. That is not. That is not lighthearted. That is not jovial. That is not, you know, haha, let's laugh about it. That is you being malicious to someone that you are supposed to be committed to, that you are building something with or have built something with. Why do you want to make your partner feel like shit? I do not understand it. At all. If you feel like you have to do that, leave and let them go to someone that would make them feel like the happiest motherfucker in the world. Meanwhile, you sitting your goddamn foot-faced ass over here trying to tear them down. I do not understand that shit. Scott, you are weird. You are a fuckboy. I'm sorry to go off on a tangent like that. That shit just pissed me off. I'm sorry. No, that's it. That's it. You, you, you handled it perfectly. Uh, Scott says that if this is true, that Contessa has filed for separation without his knowledge... Uh, he leaving because the motherfucker called it a uh, sneak attack on the reunion. Boy, <laughs> boy, a sneak attack. So you don't call, you know, 
quote unquote allegedly lying that you got a whole goddamn life coach a woman that your wife don't know about while y'all going through marital problems you don't think that's a sneak attack but this is where you draw the scott you used to be one of the husbands on this show that i actually liked and you have just shown that you are the epitome of trash i have nothing for you i hope contessa leaves you and everything you stand for you do not deserve her you are you are you are so rotten on the inside to the point where it has made you ugly. Like you actually were attractive, like when you first came on the show, but now you just look like a pit bull that's just mad at the goddamn sun. And I hope that you stay in the doghouse. You deserve to stay in the doghouse. You deserve to never come back out. I hope Contessa leaves you and find someone that will pour into her and elevate her and a asset to her life instead of a hindrance. Like. And I'm done. Amen. Well. <laughs> woo. Okay. Uh, that was it for part one. Let's head over to Love and Hip Hop Atlanta for the season premiere. So many things. So many things. First things first. Yandy, why are you in Atlanta? They ran your ass up out of New York, bitch. <laughs> you and that bum-ass, bootleg-ass, tired-ass, Princess Jasmine-ass ponytail. <laughs> Leave me alone with that goddamn Andy ponytail. Luther King said she is an activist. She said I don't she have is... much to say other than uh, Mendeecees don't look like he ever wants to be near you. Ever. Which speaking like of him, that motherfucker said, "Hold on, let me, let me. I got something to say." That motherfucker said the decision to move to Atlanta was easy because him being incarcerated and growing up in New York, he don't want his kids around, you know, that type of environment, so they don't follow the you same. You selling drugs to the same environment you don't want your kids a part of? What are you fucking talking about? You fucking. Also, that and also nigga do you think moving to Atlanta is going to be in a battle like niggas is busting out the bando here nigga like look let me just be honest that you're trying them. to set up shop in Atlanta and start selling dope down there because they didn't pulled your card in New York and you can't right. get caught again up there like tell the truth Listen, and shame the be, motherfucking you devil, trying to nigga. move to Atlanta so you don't get your ass beat and or land up back in jail let's get to the root let's stop all this flowery big, shit that y'all got to say big for buck tooth, bitch Fuck all this shit y'all got to say for storyline. You trying to move down here so you don't get your ass whooped now that you out. Exactly. Leave us alone. But nigga, when Thank I tell you, you so I screamed when Yandy popped on my... I was like, nigga, am I watching a, a different, the wrong show? Like, I thought this was Atlanta. What the fuck? That shit had me screaming. Now, moving on. How much more y'all gonna try to make a make a, fetch don't work here? We are tired of seeing Kirk and Rashida on our TV screen. That little boy didn't grow up to be ugly. I, I just <laughs> she talking about give us 30 to 45 minutes. Kirk, like, bitch, I only need four. Fuck, we need 30 minutes for Kirk ain't gave you 30 minutes worth of dick in forever, okay? Shut <clears throat> up, lying. First of all. First of all, I am t listen now, Mona. 
I will say that this, you know, opening episode was good. But let me, Mona Scott, yeah, let me tell you something. You have been trying to make us give a fuck about Kirk and Rashida sex life for 84 years. And bitch, I will write a stronger word of white woman letter. Leave us the fuck alone. We do not care. We do not want. We do not wish. Okay. There have been people that we that have been on this show and on this series that we was like, you know what? I would like to see it. Those two people ain't Kirk and Rashida. Stop it. At all. Leave us alone. At all. Leave us alone. Nobody care. Now. Bambi is pregnant again. Why would you get pregnant again when you said Scrappy was not even president accounted for in the last with pregnancy. this baby? What do y'all get? What kick do y'all get out of having babies with niggas who have shown you they don't possess the emotional intelligence to be a president accounted for a partner or parent? Well, that's because the where's uh, the I mean, glory in that? Where, I mean, there's no glory in struggling. I mean, you're you're not wrong, friend, but no shade. The the women don't have emotional intelligence to now sell. So you know that's you know. I mean, first of all, they with the niggas they with. So I mean, you know, I you know, I, you know, I, you know, I, you know. Exactly. they not they not the brightest tools in the shed, friend. Is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. You know. Yeah. In you know, Sonny, if little Tommy, you know, <laughs> it's no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Speaking of idiots, we might as well go ahead and drag this long face motherfucker and co- get it out the way. Safari Samuels, you are a fucking child. Hello. You need to be you need to be tested for some things because there's no way that you are a functioning adult. At all. You have been mean and nasty to Erica, to which I do not care because she is mean and nasty her goddamn self. But when it comes to kids, kids are a choice. Y'all chose to have them babies. Correct. You chose. Y'all didn't have to have them babies. She already had a kid. She would have been okay without some more kids. Because we never seen that, that oldest little motherfucker anyways. Honestly. But y'all However, chose to have kids, and the fact that you are not president accounted for for your kids. For your child. Because as we speak, your son, your newborn son is in the NICU, and you are in Jamaica living it up for your birthday. Meanwhile, this woman is going through hell. She's going through hell having a baby in NICU. You, until you have to experience something like that, you don't know how frightening it is to have a baby in NICU. Which, if you don't know what Nick, you mean newborn intensive care unit. Right. You have a new, you have a, you, your child, a newborn is an intensive care. And you, and, and this is what I was saying when you told me to save it for now, because I saw motherfuckers on the internet saying acting like he was okay like what he was doing like was the shit was okay. okay like motherfucker you are a parent that is your child that is a life that you chose that to is bring your into job this world they are in nothing comes before them care. 
Nothing become nothing comes before your child once you decide to become a parent. Talking about he just can't enjoy his birthday. The his child just had birth and the child is just at birth and not in intensive care. What the fuck are you talking about? Motherfucker, you got all the days to enjoy your goddamn birthday. Your child might not see another day. What the fuck are you talking about? You are a nasty, shitty piece of a person. And I wish you nothing but the worst in life. I do not care what you and Erica have going on. Those babies come first. Erica deserves a like, minute a to fuck catch her fucking breath. You didn't, she didn't want you in the delivery room so fucking wet. You still should have been at that fucking hospital. I may not have been able to be in a delivery room for the birth of my goddamn son if I was you, but bitch, you better believe I would have been in the waiting room. I would have been waiting somewhere. It don't, I would have been in the motherfucking parking lot. I would have been waiting for some updates. I wouldn't have not been in a whole nother fucking country. During the birth of my fucking son, I would have had my other child. We're in we're in a fucking pandemic. You can't bring kids in the hospital right now unless they are the ones in the fucking hospital. Ask me how I fucking know. Hello. I just had a baby. London couldn't Another even come one. up to the hospital to see her her her, her baby brother. Only through FaceTime. So I'm pretty fucking sure whoever had your daughter could have used the helping hand and your daughter just would have probably loved to have her daddy there. And again, you show mm. when you and Erica consented to having unprotected sex, which led to the possibility of you having a child. That was a choice that you make. What you always say, Candace, babies did not ask to be here. Y'all child, child did not ask to be there. You made that choice with Erica, which means you got damn dumb, dumb, that that child is your responsibility. If you did not want to be a parent, if you still want to be a grown ass man child, which you clearly want to, then you should have. First of all, you should have ne never married that girl. That's number one. Number two, yeah. you should have wore a goddamn condom. You chose to bring a life into this world and you are showing that life that you do not give a fuck. You are scum, and Erica, Safari. you so motherfucking desperate. I would have never. You and Safari was having problems before y'all even walked down the fucking aisle. The last season of Love and Hip Hop before the pandemic hit, the season before this last one, y'all were beefing it out down until y'all walked down the fucking aisle. Yep. Which one? We, About when that prenups happened, we and all it. kind we of shit. They was gonna be on some bullshit. Sure did. Now, granted, we didn't know it was going to be like this, but we knew. We knew. We knew. We knew two we know. bozos getting together wasn't going to be about a goddamn thing. Facts. But so far, we you knew. are scum. Yeah. You big ass, baby ass bitch. You are scum. Fuck you, Safari. And speaking of scum. Grown ass nigga named Safari. Boy, go ahead, friend. I'm sorry. B BK. You deserve, everything Sierra did. you deserve everything Sierra did to you. And I'm happy she did it how she did it, when she did it, like she did it, how she did it, because she did it, and she did it. Okay. That girl accepted your little funky-ass proposal, and a week later said, mm, I'm good, love. Enjoy. Here's your ring back. And then went on a out-of-the-country vacation with her new man. I, I love that energy, because you played in that girl's face a long fucking time for multiple seasons, and she finally came to her goddamn senses. 
You're right. Because she knew that damn that damn proposal wasn't publicity your... this time. Her popping up to that goddamn store and calling you by her new man name had me fucking howling. Also, Sierra looks good, which I can say for the first time in a long time. Yeah, when you ain't got when you ain't got fuck niggas weighing you down everywhere you turn, that could it go like that. When you ain't got fuck niggas, but you got niggas fucking you. Ooh. No fuck niggas, niggas fucking. <laughs> Cause she looks good. Like I saw, I was like, is that Sierra? She looks good for the first time in a long time since she's been she on this show. Happy. She looks good. Yeah. And happy. And this uh, nigga BK I'm, like couldn't even have a conversation. Like, first of all, like how you doing all this petty, like sexy shit on 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 social media, then but can't have a conversation with some with somebody. Like how that work? When Again, it's brought another, to your front door, you start clamming up. Nigga, shut yeah, up. A, another grown ass man child. Cause nigga, you 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 we sir, we have the taste. We literally have love and hip hop's footage of you fucking fucking around on this girl since your inception on this damn show. Like we know, like yeah. sir, we have the taste, we have the receipts. Yep. Go to hell. Awesome. We got, we got, we got a goddamn CVS length receipt, Rolodex of you gaslighting and mistreating this woman, and now all of a sudden you the victim. Talking about you broke my heart, you lied. If that ain't the pot calling the motherfucking kettle black. Hello. Had the had goddamn what season that was? I think it was when Tokyo was on here. Had the goddamn season where this nigga's um bait um uh, girlfriends was popping up on Sierra DM and Sierra like girl, I don't know about this nigga here. Yeah. You talking nigga? I had had Sierra looking motherfucking stupid at home. Goddamn shop had the goddamn side chicks pulling up to the goddamn shop. Shit, boy, boy. Yeah. BK, your name, you know what BK stands for? Bullshit nigger. That's what it stands for. Because, mm. nigga, I Long know you fucking nigga. lying to me. The, <laughs> the K silent and nigger. Nigger. Just as Nigger. It's just how you think it's, it's spelled. Nigger. You are a bullshit huh. nigger. BK. That's what it stands for. Up there looking yes, like mother- that is the show title BK equals bullshit nigger. Up there looking like <laughs> up there looking like goddamn fashion runway Jason Derulo. Boy, go to hell. Great value, Jason Derulo. <laughs> BK Derulo, boy, fuck you. But yes, yeah, no bitches. Hell, that you can't get no bitches because you're trying to get too many bitches. That's exactly your goddamn problem. Sierra look good, and I don't think we've met all of the cash yet because that one girl that nah. just got chewed up on Twitter real bad is gonna be on here. I'm Retta, yeah, Amaretto, Amaletta, I'm Let Almond, bitch, whatever your name is, who got oh, chewed up for right. defending Bill Cosby. Girl, go to hell. Meanwhile, you're gonna sh- pop up on our motherfucking TV screens. Talking about you holding down your nigga who doing 20 plus years in jail and got his name tattooed on you six plus times. Girl. First of all. He'll take you a trip to Lake Lanier. All right. Now, now, goddamn, now, shit. (laughs) Damn, friend. (laughs) Shit. 
Even no, I want to say you obviously, you obviously ain't I'm got them all. <laughs> Damn. You ain't got all your marbles. And what fucking girl? Woo <laughs> shit. <laughs> Leave us alone. We ain't even seen you yet, and you done already got on our fucking nerves being a Cosby apologist. Yeah. Then trying to walk it back. Too late, baby. You meant what you said. Let me tell you something. Bill Cosby been in jail long enough where if you hadn't looked up the details of the case, you had plenty of time to do so before he was released on the motherfucking technicality. Right. Mama mama came as she got chewed up. Mama apologized and deleted saying, my bad, y'all. I ain't know he was a rapist. I don't fuck with abusers. I'm sorry. Girl. <laughs> that bad, baby. A little too late. That man been in jail since Obama last term. Girl, what the fuck? Yeah, like, come on, man. Leave us alone. Leave us alone. Too little, too little, too late. Little too motherfucking late. But that's it. We coming back next week with hot fire. True. And it looked like on Potomac, child, Giselle going to try to take out all the anger she had for Monique that she didn't have the heart to say on that reunion and put it on Karen. But it looked like Karen is clapping back. It looked like it's going to be a phenomenal season. Well, you know, Karen ain't, finna take no, Karen ain't finna take no bullshit off of Giselle. I feel like um, Monique is going to be back the season after next. After they let everybody see that Candace is problematic in and of itself. She is the issue. Yeah. I think we're going to see the, the return trailer, of Monique Samuels. Remember in the Super Trail, I had to point this out because, you know, it was quick. So, you know, so you Her and the it. new girl throwing salad mix. No, Candace throwing salad mix at the mm. new girl. So, all I'm, listen, all I'm saying is y'all played in my face last year about this shit. But, you know, that's no. And we're going to have there. a wang dang doodle constantly bringing up how y'all played in our goddamn face when it came to uh, Candace and Monique. Because so. I'm pity. We'll see y'all back next week to discuss the season premiere of Love and Marriage Huntsville, yes. Real Speaking Housewives of, of Potomac. Um, we'll be back to discuss the second part of this reunion for Married to Medicine and Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Uh, we fuck with y'all. Subscribe to the Patreon. Go listen to Ratchet Reloaded. You won't be disappointed. We covering Love After Lockup. Uh, the, the episode this week that we'll be recording um... Ooh, we we're gonna be talking about the season finale of Jocelyn's Cabaret, and we're gonna be discussing oh, yeah, uh, because don't it come on tonight? Yes, or oh, already Love came after on? lock up. Uh, it ain't released yet. I usually get an email when they drop it, okay? Bet. So, yeah, stay tuned for that, and uh, we'll, we'll see y'all next week. Peace, niggas. <laughs>